Welcome to the Nourishing Amy podcast. I'm Amy Rankin. I am an emotional intelligence and life coach, a speaker, a creator, and a wellness chaser. I have created this podcast for you to learn habits, mindset changes, and get really actionable takeaways to find out who you are, what lights you up, how you can love yourself again, and how to live your best life. Give yourself the space to welcome in more self-care and confidence, reduce feelings like overwhelm and stress, and let's find your sparkle again. Are you ready? Let's do it. Hello and welcome to episode 30 of the Nourishing Amy podcast. I'm so excited for you guys to be here with me today and I just received the most exciting message. These messages absolutely light me up. So one of my clients just messaged me, we've been talking about her fitness goals and she just messaged me to let me know that she has just done her first ever 6am boot camp in over a year and she's so stoked and so happy and I'm just just like, yes, this is so good. This is the reason why I do what I do. I love getting these messages, even when they're at six o'clock in the morning. Um, And it kind of got me thinking, I guess I don't really talk a lot about my coaching so much on here. I love to give you guys my like mindset tips and life hacks and all of that kind of stuff. But this is why I do what I do. And if you feel like you need accountability or a push, or you know there's things that you want to be achieving in your life that you're not, get in contact with me. That's what I'm here for. I want you to be living the life that you want to live. And oh my gosh, I'm just so excited. I was going to record this podcast episode last night when I got home from work and I'd been speaking to my sister and I'd said to her, I just don't feel super inspired. You know, most of the time, well, all of the time, I'm like really excited to record a podcast episode. And I was a bit worried about my energy and my vibe being a little bit lower. And um, I was getting some ideas and making some notes for what I wanted to talk about today. And then uh, it's just the universe just has such good timing. You know, I could have recorded this yesterday and I would have done it and it would have been a good episode. But I just feel like getting that uh, message is just the universe's sign that this is the perfect timing for this podcast episode to be recorded because I am going to be talking all about taking responsibility for you your actions and your feelings and how you feel day to day, but more importantly, how you can start to choose you and how by choosing you and choosing yourself, you can actually begin to create your own happiness. Instead of feeling like you're waiting for somebody else to take an action or do something that is then going to make you happy. It's like that classic, I'll be happy when... And I have done another episode, I'll Be Happy When, and that was really related to, um, you know, when we're waiting for the life stuff to happen, all of the different like milestones and things that we feel like we should be doing in our life and why we wait for them to happen sometimes and we're waiting for all of these different things to happen in life and then we'll be happy. So if you haven't listened to that episode, it's number six and that's all about how you can be happy now. 
without waiting for those big life things. But I want to get more specific with this today. And I want to talk about how the people in our life affect how we feel and the idea of taking responsibility for your own emotions and your own feelings instead of waiting for other people to make you feel happy, for somebody else to do something in your life, whether it's to send you that good morning text that you've been waiting for or to come home when they say they're going to be home instead of stopping in at the pub or at one of their friend's houses on the way home or so many different things that we're just waiting for. But why are we giving the responsibility for how we feel outwards of ourselves to somebody else? So this episode is all about choices and it's all about expectations, specifically within the relationships in our lives. So romantic relationships, friendships, family relationships, all of those people that you consider to have a relationship with you in your life. So when I was chatting with somebody the other day, we were talking about the idea that they want to start to choose what's best for them. And I've written down some quotes from this conversation that I was having because I thought far out, this can just relate to so many different things and so many different people. And she said, he is choosing his career And I have to choose what's best for me instead of just being there all the time. He's choosing his career first, but I'm always putting him first. I need to and I want to start putting myself first. And that was just huge to me to hear that sentence and to then also really apply that to everybody else I know, but more importantly to myself, you know, when am I not choosing myself? And it's really funny when I did my neuro-linguistic programming course and I was studying NLP, one of the very first things that they said to us when we walked into the room that day into the classroom was, you're going to learn a lot of stuff over this course. There's going to be like, you're going to feel bombarded at times by things that you're learning and concepts that are absolutely going to shatter the way that you have been thinking and perceiving things for your whole entire life. And what you're going to want to do is be able to think about how this applies to not just you, but those people that you really love within your life as well. So those closest to you. So it might be your best friend or your sister, your mom, your cousin, um, one of your close girlfriends. And whilst that is going to be useful for them, the best way to get the most out of this course and you know what, out of this podcast that you're listening to right now is to be able to apply this to you first because you cannot make an impact on anybody else's life if you are not also taking these actions and figuring out how all of these things can apply to you first because when you can start to take these steps and make these changes in your life, then you can also start to look at maybe there is somebody in your life that could really benefit from your new perspectives, your new opinions, the new habits, the new things that you've started to implement in your life and how you can see that they've made a positive change for you, how they could also 
possibly make a positive change to somebody else. But the most important person in your life is you. And I think for a lot of us, this can be a really big concept to take in because for so much of our lives, especially if you know that you are a type two Enneagram, I'm actually going to leave the Enneagram test in the show notes. Um, and I'll also pop them in the Facebook group as well. If any of you would like to do the Enneagram test, the reason that I love this and very similar to what Ryan and I were talking about with different personality tests and things like that, that are available for you to do is that it really helps to give you a next level of understanding around why you feel a certain way or why you might act a certain way when something happens. The Enneagram test, there's nine different Enneagram types or I guess personality types uh, that they go into and ask you all of these different questions. There are multiple choice questions and you answer them. And what it does then at the end is it tells you what your main Enneagram or personality type is. And then it also gives you your wing as well. So in general, most of the time, I'm like most of us will have, I'm a type two with a wing three. And what you can then do is read through the description of those two different Enneagram types or personality types. But then the really cool thing is that it also tells you what the strengths and weaknesses are of each of those things. And the reason that I love that is because it's really helped me to call me out on my shit sometimes when I can notice those weaknesses coming up from that type two personality type or that type three personality type or personality structure that I can start to recognize when those weaknesses Um, so I might notice that there's boundary pushing happening that I'm allowing to happen or that I'm trying to help everybody else and not myself, um, like classic type two things, but it's really cool because what you will notice is that when you learn these things, you'll be able to see why you are maybe in the career that you're in or why things make you feel really good, why certain relationships and friendships in your life you really cherish and why they help you to flourish. So I'm going to add them in the show notes, like I said, and also in the Facebook group. So head over to the Nourishing Amy podcast community if you're not already in there and join up. I have been a little quiet recently while I've been away, but I'm really looking forward to uh, creating a lot more content for the Facebook group as well. But let's get back to the topic at hand. So if somebody is making choices in their life, whether that is that they're choosing work, or maybe they're choosing their friends, or maybe they're just choosing themselves, and they really like their own me time, you know, whatever it is, good for them. Like that's amazing for them. And that's what they want to do at that point in time. But how often are you actually putting other people's needs before your own? And the thing that really hit me when I was having this conversation earlier was I need to start putting myself first. And I just love that. And realizing that everything in life is a choice. You have the ability to choose you. It's just that sometimes you don't. And maybe that sometimes has started to creep in and it's a lot of the time now that you don't. How can you start to choose 
you again. Because by choosing you and making you your top priority and really getting used to the idea of thinking about what it is that you want, you are actively working on creating your own happiness. You are taking that responsibility back and you are giving yourself the power to create the life that you want to live, to feel the feelings that you want to feel. Because instead of waiting for somebody else to choose you, you are choosing yourself. And then anything else that happens after that, it's just a bonus. You know, when that person does want to spend time with you, when they do send you that text message you've been waiting for, when they do have time available to go to dinner or spend a day at the beach or whatever it is that looks like a perfect date for you, You are comfortable within yourself and you are confident within yourself because you have chosen you before all of that has happened anyway. This is going to radically upgrade your relationship by being able to take responsibility for your own choices in your life and your emotions and feelings. You have the power. You can create your own happiness in your own life. Responsibility for our feelings. I know this is something that I've spoken about before, but it's just such a huge topic. We can give the responsibility for how we feel outwards of ourselves a lot of the time without realizing it. So anytime that you find yourself feeling let down or disappointed or that you notice that you're feeling a certain feeling, maybe frustration, maybe let down, maybe angry, maybe sad because of somebody else. That's a really good sign that the responsibility for how you feel is outwards of yourself. You have given that task to somebody else. And you are letting them control how you feel. So if we look at that with regards to those relationships that mean the absolute most to you in your life, or even that one special relationship that you have in your life, how is that then affecting you? If you are waiting for somebody else to take action until you feel happy, if you are using that idea of I'll be happy when somebody else does something, that I'm waiting for, oh girl, you could be waiting a long time to feel happy. And sometimes it's not even the really big things that we're waiting for. Sometimes it's the sum of all of the little actions that add up to that big overarching feeling of happiness or being content. And I guess this kind of goes back to my episode from last week, episode 29, um, about creating the relationship that you really want to be in and about being your own couple goals and how it takes work. These things take work. And if this is a habit that you have had for the majority of your lifetime or even just a few years, it can be hard to break. Especially if you're the type of person that really likes to make other people feel good. You like to make other people feel happy. You get your joy in life 
from seeing other people in your life happy and especially those people that are the absolute closest to you when you know that you've been able to do something to enrich their day, to make them smile, to make them feel good, that also makes you feel good. And that is such a beautiful trait to have. But let's start to look at how that could also be limiting you and how you can find a happy medium. Because in no way am I saying stop doing all of those things altogether. But I want to start to look at how you can empower yourself first and then empower everybody else around you as well. So what is that person in your life or maybe those people in your life choosing? Because everything in life is a choice. And are you actually choosing to put yourself second to that person or those people's needs or wants or choices? The best way that you can start to change this, because, you know, I think it's all well and good to listen to these like motivational speakers or motivational podcasts, or you might go to a workshop for a day and get all of this information and feel really pumped up and be like, yeah, I'm going to choose me. I'm going to do all of these different things and feel really motivated and pumped up. But then a week later, nothing's changed. You're not doing anything different. I don't want that to be this podcast for you. I want you to actually be able to have actionable takeaways and things that you want to be doing in your life because you guys, that is where you are going to change your life. That is where you are going to be creating your own happiness. That is where you are choosing you actively every single day. And the best thing that you can be doing The number one thing that you can be looking at is focusing on being the best you. Now, if you haven't listened to episode two, who are you? And I also did who are you version two. So episode two, which I will get back to you and let you know what episode number that is. That's really related to focusing on being the best you because to be the best you, you need to know what that even is or what that even looks like. So episode two and episode 21, who are you and do you like the real you will really help you to focus on what is that best version of you? Who is that best version of you? So go and listen to episode two and 21 if you haven't already. Start to get an idea of what the best version of you looks like. So grab a piece of paper and a pen and just do a big brainstorm. The best, most expressed and happiest version of me looks like. And write down absolutely anything, whether that's feelings that you feel, actions and things that you're doing with your days, um, choices that you're making within your life. What job would you be working? If you were the best version of you, who would you be hanging out with? What people would you be surrounding yourself with? What daily habits would you have? What job would you be doing? What mindset would you be having? What would you be changing from what you're doing right now? 
from what your last week or two weeks or month has looked like, what the last 12 months has looked like for you. How can you be the best version of you and how can you show up and choose yourself and create the life that you want to have just by tweaking and adding in some of those things that you've just written down on that list? Another question that you can ask yourself is, what does my ideal day look like? And I know for people that have a job or that work, sometimes those days are going to look totally different because I know for me, if I'm working in Sydney that day or I'm driving up to Newcastle, my day is going to look totally different to if I'm working at home. So what does your ideal day look like when you're working? And what does your ideal day look like on the weekend or on a day off from work? if you work on the weekends. Because by looking at what your ideal day looks like, you can look at what are the habits that you are implementing in those days. And it might be having a morning routine. It might be getting a coffee in the morning. It could be making sure that you've pre-prepared your breakfast because those days that you're at work, you're feeling super rushed and overwhelmed and you notice that you're skipping breakfast on those days and that's not making you feel good. Whatever it is, what does your ideal day look like? How does that differ from what your days are looking like at the moment? And how can you change that? All of these things are bringing that focus on creating and being the best version of you. Because if you can create that life that you want to be living and being the best version of you, how does that positively impact everybody else around you as well? how would their lives change? So technically by choosing you, you're also kind of choosing all of those other people around you as well. It's just about your perspective and how you're actually looking at these things. Instead of feeling like, well, that means I'm not choosing my kids or I'm not choosing my partner and I'm choosing to actively put myself first. Are you actually by doing that in turn also putting them first by being able to show up as a better version of you, as a happier version of you, as a more fulfilled version of you that can give more love and attention and appreciation and respect, not just to you, but everybody else around you that you want to give that to. So my second point is to love you first so that you can show up for everyone around you. So I guess I kind of already touched on that on my rambling just then without really looking at my notes. I have notes for this episode, you guys. Are you proud? (laughs) So focus on being the best you and love you first so that you can show up for everybody else around you. One of the things that I really like to ask myself is what is one thing I can do for me today because I know that it can feel overwhelming sometimes thinking about, oh, well, now I've written this ideal day down or I've written out what my best life would look like or what I want to feel more often. And it feels overwhelming. It's like, okay, well, how can I add all of this stuff in or what do I need to take out? So instead of asking yourself that, let's go smaller. Let's not go so big and so overwhelming. What is one thing you can do for you today? 
Now, depending on what day that is, that might be that while you're on the way to work, you're listening to a podcast or while you're on your way home from work, you're actually spending time with your children while you're picking them up rather than being on Bluetooth conference calls or meetings or taking those calls from work on the way home because it's convenient. How have bad habits or things that you don't want to be doing with your time started to creep in? And how have they actually changed your routines without you even realizing that these changes have occurred? What is one thing that you can do for yourself today? And you know what? That could be anything. Maybe you want to go for a walk on the beach. Maybe you want to go and grab a coffee and just have five minutes with that coffee of absolute silence. Maybe you want to catch up with a friend that you haven't spoken to for a little while. Maybe you want to FaceTime with somebody that lives further away from you that you haven't been able to have quality time with recently. Maybe you just want to do absolutely nothing. Maybe you do want to go on this big, huge adventure And you've been wondering when this adventure day is going to happen, when you're going to go for that bushwalk or whatever it is that looks like adventure to you. There's so many things, but why haven't you been doing any of them? What is one thing that you can do for you today? And I know for a lot of people that have children, this is a really overwhelming question Or it can be a really overwhelming question. That's a very big generalization for me to use. But I know that a lot of my clients that are parents, they feel like they just don't have the time. And I get it. You know, even people that aren't parents, if you have a really demanding job or there's so many different reasons that we can give ourselves excuses not to prioritize ourselves, But really... Can you not just take five minutes, two minutes, one minute for you out of your whole entire day? Even if that means that when you are pulling up to your house, you stop one street away from your house and you just pull over to the side of the road and you listen to a meditation Or you want to pump up that energy and get those high vibes happening and you put your favorite song on while you're on the way home or while you're pulled over in the car and you belt that song out while you're driving or while you're pulled over. Whatever it is, there is something that you can do for yourself today. The only way that you are going to be able to start to choose you is if you start to get used to the habit of thinking about yourself. Because at the moment, you are in the habit of thinking about everybody else around you and prioritizing everybody else around you. And like I said, that's a beautiful thing. But start to choose you first and then let everything else fall into place after that. Be the best version. Be so committed to wanting to be the best version of you that you love yourself enough to choose you for even two minutes today. My next point is to be aware of your daily habits over the next seven days. So actively reflect in the afternoon or the evening. What have your daily habits been that day? 
And when did you notice that you put others before you? So there's nothing wrong with wanting to spend time with your partner. Touching back on the conversation that I had had earlier and she had said that I noticed that he's choosing his career and I'm just there. I'm just, I just want to be there with him all the time. Of course, you love that person. You want to spend your time with that person. That's beautiful. To have somebody in your life that you want to spend your time with, that you love to give your attention and your affection is such a beautiful thing. And don't get me wrong, this can also be friendships as well because friendships are a two-way street. But noticing that somebody is choosing something else first and if you are always putting them first, it's time to start putting you first too. If that other person in your life can choose them, why can't you choose you? And think about how empowering that is. How much fun you could be having and the amazing things you could be choosing to do with your time that then when you actually do spend time with that person, you are lit up. You are the absolute best version of you because you are actively creating your own happiness and you are bringing that happiness into your relationships. Be aware of your daily habits over the next seven days. When did you notice that subconsciously, without even thinking about it, you have put somebody else before you? And once you're aware of that, now we start to look at, okay, cool, I can see that this has happened or that these few instances have happened where I've put somebody before me. Now let's think about what does change look like here? Change could look like being more present with what you're doing at the time. It could look like less phone time. It could look like being more aware of the content that you are actually consuming. Does the social media scrolling or the TV shows or the conversations that you're having with people in your life enrich you and make you a better person? Do they make you feel good about yourself? Does the content that you are consuming, I'll say it again, does the content that you are consuming make you feel good? And if it does, I want to give you a big pat on the back. I want you to be giving yourself a a hug right now. Because there's a lot of people out there that they're just stuck in the routine of following these people because they just do. Or watching these TV shows because they just do. But they actually make them feel like shit. That comparison comes in. The expectations of what life should look like start to come in. And is that, does that mean that you are not being as present as what you could be in your own life? Does that mean that you have less phone time? Does that mean that when you are actually on your phone, you are more present 
and you are actively aware of what you are actually picking up your phone for, of why you're using your phone instead of it just being habit. Does change look like eating better and nourishing your body in a way that you know you could be improving? Or does change look like choosing to move your body? Choosing to do that meditation that you've been putting off that you said you wanted to add into your morning routine. Choosing to have a phone call with that person that you know really lights you up in the mornings that you put off because you don't have time. What are the things that you say that you don't have time for lately? Because if you notice that over the next seven days, you've been aware of your daily habits and there have been times when you have put other other people's needs or wants before your own, then girlfriend, you have time to add in these things and to be creating the change, to be more present, to put down your phone, to be nourishing your body, to be moving your body to be giving yourself that space and that time to switch off your brain and just do nothing for a minute. It's not about time management. It's not that you don't have enough time. It's about priority management. And when you can get real with yourself and look at what you have been prioritizing lately, Then you can readjust those priorities and come back to that question. What is one thing I can do for myself today? That is it for me from this episode. And I really hope that you have been able to gain something from it. I've been getting a few screenshots and a few messages over the last few days about my last episodes and actually quite a few episodes from the start of my podcast series as well. So thank you so much. I know I say it all the time, but it absolutely makes my day and you guys have put the biggest smile on my face this week. I love every single message that I get from you guys. And you know what I would really love? I really want to talk about what are the changes or what are the What's the one thing that you've been doing for you today? Let's create the conversation in the Facebook group this week because by being able to be open and honest and vulnerable about the things that you've been able to change, you are also starting to get that ball rolling for other people as well, for other people to start to give consideration to what they could be changing or to motivate them because sometimes the accountability is the first step to people actually creating change. And that's what I want from this podcast for all of us to feel like we're creating a community that we are all actively working towards creating the life that you want to live and empowering others to do the same. Living your absolute best fucking life. Alrighty, guys, that's it for me. I love you so much. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Please give it a share if you've liked it and send me a message anytime you like. I'll talk to you guys next episode. Bye. If you liked this episode, I would love for you to screenshot and tag me on Instagram. You guys have no idea how much that absolutely makes my day. I get such a big smile on my face. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. And I hope that you have gotten something from this episode. 
If you want to hang out more, you can search the Nourishing Amy podcast community in Facebook and come and join our group. We're talking all things life, love, overwhelm, and everything in between. You can share your funny memes, your stories, and all of the life stuff. If you would like to get in contact with me, please don't hesitate to reach out and shoot me a message on Instagram. You can find me at Amy underscore Rankin. Last but not least, it really helps to support my podcast when you subscribe and leave a review on whatever app it is that you listen to this podcast on. I am just a little independent podcaster and every subscribe and review helps my podcast to be seen and heard by more people and to help more people get their sparkle back. Thank you again so much for being with me and have a fantastic day.